and welcome to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the black woman over 40 who wants to have more control in their careers. Now this week is another treat, another treat for you. It is a replay of our LinkedIn Lives, our monthly LinkedIn Lives on the black female over 50, the undervalued power trifecta, where I have great discussions with women all about challenges that women over 50, black women over 50 face as they navigate their life and careers. And last month's session or April session, it was, is what I wear any of your business? And it was all about the fact that when you get to 50, you're 50 plus, you can guarantee that somebody out there always has an opinion about how you should be conducting yourself as a mature female. And especially when it comes to dress, because that's when the opinions really let rip. So, you know, you get phrases like, what age does she think she is? She's trying to act young. Why can't she dress her age? And, you know, and, and so much more. And then we get to this age where we face a societal code where, you know, this is what we wear. So I'm not going to go, in, go into any more. I want you to listen to the, to, to the event. And if you're listening to this in real time, I want to let you know that these events take place once a month on LinkedIn. You need to be connected with me on LinkedIn. I am Janice Sutherland. So you get notified every time the events take place. The next one is scheduled for the 12th of May, where I'll be talking to registered social worker, Gillian Wells, and we'll be talking about your mental wellness, um, how to get that mental wellness or prioritising, should I say, your mental wellness when you in your 50s and when you have want to have that marvellous midlife. So I really hope you can join us because I want to hear your views. It's a chance for you to interact with me live. Tell me what you think about the, the show. Tell me what you think are the topics we should cover. So grab that coffee, grab that drink, sit back and enjoy. And if you're a mid-career woman over 40, thinking about now's maybe the time I made that change. You think it's time I made that change. Don't forget you can contact me to learn more about how I can help you. As a mid-career strategist and coach, my objective is to inspire and support women just like you who find themselves on a path that they're not passionate about and who love to develop a career that is now more in alignment with their values and priorities. Look, I'm not going to make any bones about it. I have built credibility through my own career story and through those the women I've worked with, as well as developing the skills, tools, attitudes and strategies that I need to help you succeed. I do have limited availability for private custom coaching. So let's talk about how I can support you with your next career chapter. Just contact me at info at JaniceSutherland.com to schedule your breakthrough call. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome back to Black Female and 50, the power trifecta again this month. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, and I'm a corporate CEO turned career strategist for black women over the age of 40 helping them to realign, recreate and celebrate their career or lifestyle while staying true to their personal professional priorities and values. So thank you for joining me. And last time we spoke last month, we spoke about the challenges that women over 50 face in their careers or especially black women, how the world views this demographic and how organisations can support and get the most out of them. This month, we're going to get a little more personal. So let me just tell you a fact. Fact, how a, a, a woman's appearance, it's a fact, I say, a woman's appearance does affect her career. 
Now, managing per appearance is a fine line for professional women to walk. There's both a bonus and a penalty for being attractive in the workplace. Some research suggests that women take more care in their appearance. They can earn higher incomes. Other studies instead posit that attractive women can be seen as less capable or less qualified for their positions. But there's lots of research around women's weight gain um, resulting in decrease in both income level and prestige. Women wearing more makeup are judged to be more competent than those wearing less makeup. Some women spend loads and loads of money just trying to look younger and better, specifically because they believe it affects their career advancement. The perception is definitely different for women at different stages of their career. Um, women who are perceived as more attractive may be rewarded earlier on in their careers, but when they cross into the C-suite, most likely because they're a little bit, we're a little bit older, other factors do come into play. Now, as I've turned 50 and more, a few, few, few more years, I've gone through the menopause, I've experienced the obvious changes in my appearance, the gray hair, the weight gain, um, the lines in my face, and I am absolutely totally cognizant of that. It's my decision to no longer color my hair. The minimalist makeup has always been my thing. But there's, dare I say, an acceptable code on how women over 50 or mature women should look or what we should wear. So we're not trying too hard to appear younger than we are. But who the heck sets those rules? Should we actually be following them? What impact does it play on our careers? And my guest today, I'm delighted to have with me today is Renee Lindo. She's also a woman over 50. Um, she's had a very successful corporate career before establishing her own business, Let's Get Dressed Now, where she guides professional women on their style journey so that they can show up as the best versions as themselves. So before we get into it, just to remind the audience who's ever listening, watching, post your questions, your comments. We're here to answer them. We're here to dispel the myths. We're, you know, we're just here to kind of rock that, put rock that backwards on what people think we should wear, what's said we should wear when we get over 50. So, Renee, my first question, my first question is a woman who is in this field, in this realm. How does how important a role does appearance play on a woman's career when she's over 50? But just in general, and thank you so much for having me, Janice. It's great to be here and to have this conversation. Uh, just in general, for any person, any woman, we are judged by appearances. First impressions, people judge us. It's just, you know, people say they don't want to think that, you that they judge people just by looking. But it is a fact, just a part of being human. You see someone and you you just you make assumptions, right? And what the data tells us is that when for first impressions, they're looking at they're judging four things. They're thinking, are you trustworthy? Are you competent? Are you confident? And do I like you? Right. So yeah. those are four big, big considerations that people are making of us in a split second. So you really want that first impression to be what you want because it's much harder to change someone's first impression of you i think the data says you need another is it like 20 more interactions before you can before a first impression changes so uh and over 50 it's no different yeah you people are going to judge you by just your appearance and they may not be right so what how i when i work with clients it's really important that we align 
your image with your brand and what you stand for. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is, you know, your clothes and how you show up really is your biggest communication tool. It is how you say who you are. It is how people meet you. It's what you're saying. And it is also something you're telling yourself, right? Yeah. Because we, it, it is how you communicate to yourself. So when we were, well, we still are, but in the early days of the pandemic, when people weren't getting dressed and really felt yucky around the house, you know, it really changes how we feel about ourselves. And so the message, taking the time to look good, to feel good, to put yourself together really is a part of self-care. And it's a message to me. I'm important enough to take the time to take care of myself. And it's also a message to the outside. So I would say it is very important uh, because we know it happens. It happens mm, all the time. Mm, mm. And I'm glad you talked about uh, the pandemic there because, yeah, we spent two years at home and I'll be honest, stretchy waistbands probably became my best friend, you know. So returning back to work and, you know, I'll be honest, there's a little bit of weight gain. I've definitely seen that. Absolutely. It has been harder to, been harder to shift, yes. especially, as I've got, especially as I've got older. Um, we're going back to the office. Yes. What are, you know, how do we now accommodate that, that change of returning to the office? Because what we would have worn probably two years ago that was part of our brand yes it's probably changed yeah absolutely and that's such a big question because that's what i'm helping clients with now what we wore pre-pandemic so two maybe three years ago so two years ago and before it's not necessarily mm -hmm. how we want to show up now right it's not necessary we've what we have learned is through throughout that pandemic a lot of people took time to think and really think about how do I want to show up? What kind of work do I want to do? How do I want to feel in my clothes? How do I, how do I want to just move through this world? And so as we go back to the office, mm -hmm. uh, it's important to, and then also employers and industries really have gotten more casual, right? In their expect, right. well, their expectations. They know that we've been home for two years, and so they're not going to. Most most workplaces have really have relaxed some of their dress codes. Uh, you know, so where you used to wear a maybe a structured fitted blazer, it's now looser. It's maybe a, a, a sweater, to, it has a knit, a lots of stretch. That's the big yeah. thing with, with our return to office <laughs> attire is stretch. Stretch is our friend. So stretch yeah. and comfort, because the thing is, we want to be comfortable, right? We know that um, we, we can be comfortable and do great work. So we want yeah. to be comfortable. We still want to maintain that comfort. We're not giving up that comfort, but also we need to look professional, right? Or whatever mm -hmm. that is professional in terms of what your employer kind of requires or just even just professional deportment in how you mm -hmm. show up, right? You're going to work, right? You're not hanging out at home. So mm -hmm. there really should be some, you know, some type of expectation and you can be polished and comfortable and it's, it is achievable. It's yeah, not yeah. it's not sweatpants or a suit. There's so much in between. And retailers really have done a good job now of creating work wear, or they're calling it, is it work leisure? I think that's a late, newest term, work leisure, that you know has stretch, but they're more structured. Um, it moves with the body. And and also the other thing with at work with attire in general, clothing in general, instead of we're moving away from work clothes play clothes, right? We're yeah. moving yeah. into where we're going to invest in pieces that can take us throughout our, our lifestyle. So we're going to yeah. have, we're seeing pants that maybe they're, they're, they're great for work because they have stretch. So you can wear it with pumps. 
And then also those same pants, when you change your footwear and put on some white sneaks, yeah. they're great yeah. for the weekend as well. So we're seeing yeah. that, that, that transition. And I suppose, it, I guess it's good it's going that way. But one of the things that, um, when I looked at this topic and it was playing in the back of my mind, as I was growing up, um, I remember being told or comment overhearing comments of what a woman of a certain age should wear. Not mm. just outside of professionalism. And even when I did the, the opener, you know, I was looking at quotes where it's saying that women, women over 50 shouldn't wear dresses skirts above their knees even if they've got great legs you shouldn't have you would shouldn't have too much cleavage and all these all these kind of unwritten rules you know it it's unwritten it's not necessarily unspoken because people do have a lot to say you know who does she think she is she's trying to act young we have an english term she's mutton dressed as lamb you know that that <laughs> that that kind of thing so and and all this can actually if you weren't very confident in what you were wearing before or, you know, to make that move now, you know, to, to return back to work in the office, you know, how do you now balance, how do you balance that? What's your view on whether were women over 50 trying to dress young? And I'm doing that in air quotes right. deliberately. So I don't believe that style has age, right, at all. I am 50, I just turned 50 in February. And I am going to rock and wear clothing that I love, that looks great on my body, that I'm comfortable in, that um, I still feel stylish. And I am going to rock the heck out of it because I, I'm feeling good. Now, the people who say over 50, I don't even know. Why not? Why can't I wear that short skirt if I, if I wanted to? Now, it really comes, to, comes down to comfort, right? If that short skirt is really just under your butt and when you, every time you sneeze, you have to be concerned <laughs> or you stretch, you're concerned that you're exposing yourself, then there's, that's a little bit different. It's more about comfort. But clearly not about over 50. And maybe, you know, growing up, the people who are saying that, they, at 50, they looked and they behaved old. I find that 50-year-old women now are vibrant. They are energetic. They are living life. They're taking care of themselves. They're exercising. Uh, and so we're, we're more youthful, I think, than maybe generations past what 50 was. I remember when I was young, when you heard somebody was 50, 50, mm -hmm. that was an old person, quote, unquote. But no, 50 yeah. is, is quite vibrant yeah. and and youthful. So yeah, I don't believe in this age yeah. thing. I believe that you're gonna you wear what um what works well for your body shape. That's a, that's something that's really important that I don't think people really think about enough. Being able to dress your body shape is really, really a key piece in feeling confident in investing in clothing that works for your shape, that's going to accentuate your assets and make you look and feel good. Um so, you know, things that you're comfortable in, because it's all about comfort. When you're comfortable, not necessarily in sweats, but when you're uncomfortable in, in whatever you're wearing, your confidence shines, right? You show up more confidently. You're able mm -hmm. to stand in your pole because this is your who you are authentically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Don't forget you can post your comments or questions for Renee or for myself on, you know, about... This whole, this whole topic about dressing when you're over over 50. Now, one of the things you said there about, you know, um, being comfortable, having the, having the, you know, the, the wearing what makes you feel comfortable and stuff like that. Um, what are the, who, I suppose, who makes the rules 
about what to wear past 50 you know where did this where do you think this came from i have no idea i don't know where it came from <laughs> i think it's i don't know where it came from um and i don't and i and throughout my career i just i don't believe in style rules anyway right and but and mm -hmm. i also think that women as we age you know throughout life i think women are more confident well, at least the women who i've dealt with women in my circle mm -hmm. women who the clients who i'm working with they tend to be a little bit more self-assured in you know kind of what they want to wear what they are not comfortable wearing sometimes i even have to try to push them a little outside of their comfort zone just to maybe live a little and try something new but i find at this stage mm -hmm. in our lives i think we're a little bit more we're confident we know what we've we did that we do not necessarily want to repeat you know one of the quotes you had at the beginning which is mm -hmm. so true you know at this stage when i'm 50 now i don't necessarily want to look like i'm 20. Right. I did that. Yeah, I looked yeah. great at 20. 20 was fine. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah. But I'm 50 now. I want to look the best that I can at 50. You know, so and, you know, it, it's just in life. We go through different stages of life, different, different seasons, mm -hmm. different stages. And then it's important that we allow our style to also evolve with the woman that we are to the woman that we're evolving to. Right. It's no use to yeah. say, oh, I used to. I used to be this, I used to do that, I used to be able to wear this. So great, when you wore it, you looked fantastic. And you were killing the game when yes. you were 30 wearing this type of outfit. And it's okay to say, you know, that was 30, I did that or 20. Now I'm 50 and I choose not to wear that anymore. I But this is what I'm comfortable yeah. wearing and this is what I'm going to wear. So I think it's important that we really honor the different seasons of our life and dress accordingly to, what, to where we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. love that love that one of the things we talked about you, you just you mentioned was different seasons and 50 you know plus 40s going to 50s we're facing menopause yeah. fact of life it's a season we're changing and stuff like that yeah. and I, I also think maybe some of there, there are physical changes to our body apart from the weight gain you know we parts of our body no longer as perky as they used to be and stuff like that so how can women dress to accommodate the physical impact of menopause at work especially going back into the office now because yeah. at home you probably could have you know you could have done what you need to do stripped yeah. off and yeah. things like that so how do they now accommodate that well with menopause i'm thinking all right so we're the hot flashes are you overheating right so think about dressing in layers also think about wearing natural fabrics you know more linens more cottons more fabrics that silks fabrics that breathe so that you're not you know when you're wearing polyester it can really be a, a sweat box especially you know if you're yeah. feeling hot so think about layers maybe you you'll start up maybe um if you're going to if you have to wear a blazer you prefer to wear a blazer but then what you're wearing is a strapless, a sleeveless, oops, a sleeveless um, yeah. underneath, right? So that if you're in the office, mm. unless you have the AC blasting, which I know happens <laughs> a lot, um, you know, you can take the jacket off if need be, or you walk, you're outside, you can always take your jacket off. If you're wearing a dress, maybe it is a sleeveless dress, but you have a, a jacket over it. So I always th think about layers. And the other thing is, is um, weight gain, especially you know, if you never had a stomach growing up, a part of menopause is some we get weight gain in the stomach area, just kind of deposits. And so that's another thing that I cover 
interesting learning to dress your body shapes if anybody is interested i have a free dressing your body shape guide you can grab that from my profile my linkedin uh, profile but um you know some key things if you're if you're conscious of a tummy then the whole idea is you don't want to put anything there that's going to draw attention so you don't wear a belt across the widest part of your body if you want to wear a belt or if the dress has a belt it's either an umpire waist, so above the tummy area, or it's a drop waist, so that you're not drawing attention there. Um, you also want, if it's a tummy that you're trying to conceal, think about um, having all of the attention be above or below the tummy. So talk, so pieces that have maybe your shoulders out, or there's more detail up at the neckline, or if it's a, 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 a dress or a skirt that has detail at the hem, right? So something to keep the eye away from the tummy. And then also yeah. just, you know, something yeah. elong a style that's elongating. So maybe a, a jacket, blazer, kimono that's long and lean, right? Long and so it kind of straightens out and elongates that midsection. Yeah. Wrap dresses are fabulous. I love a wrap dress because I find you can, you can, you know, it, <laughs> it, it, it works for almost every body shape. So wrap dresses are great as well. There's certain things that you can fabulous, do fabulous. to, um, you know, to trick yeah. the eye so that you can feel comfortable so you're not drawing it. That's the thing with dressing your shape. It's about knowing not to draw attention to areas that you don't necessarily want the attention to be. It's it's taking the eye away yeah. from that area. Yeah. Fabulous. Now, you've probably heard this before, but I'm a woman that has a wardrobe, has a, a very expansive wardrobe with nothing to wear. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so again women, yeah yeah women women going back to work maybe women on a budget you know there's some great pieces and there's some expensive pieces i've probably spent a lot of money on mm -hmm. um but, but for women on a budget or going back you know how do they kind of make what they've got work for them because and, and, and i said the other thing for me i suppose i'm on an island it's not that e it's difficult for me to go out and try stuff out in a store you know or you know to, or from overseas and stuff things i see online so how can we, how can we make what we've already got or on a budget work for us what what how where should we start sure. so the first so there are a few steps a few things that i usually suggest the first thing i suggest is to real as we're coming out of the pandemic now pandemic well as we're here now two years later <laughs> uh let me say that you really take some time and think about you think about how you want to show up get kind of clear think about you know how you want to move through the world what is now your vibe what clothing do you like to yeah. wear right so we want to get clear on that spend some time doing that if you want to yeah. you know get some inspiration on pinterest and create a board so you just get clear on what the image that you want to project then you get in your closet mm -hmm. and i'm gonna you have a full closet nothing to wear i always talk about shopping your closet first <laughs> But what, I, what I'm going to encourage you to do is to do a closet edit, right? Look at your inspiration, the, the, the pictures that you have taken out or the celebrities you like or the person's style who inspires you. Look at their style, have it, and then you're, you're going to compare your inspiration to your closet. How near or far are those two? And then you go through your closet and you kind of take out pieces that, you know, this is no longer me. This, is, this doesn't fit anymore. And it has to fit you right now, not when you lose the 10 pounds because yeah. you've been trying to lose 10 pounds for yeah. years, right? So we want it to fit right now. Yes, you spent money on it, but if it doesn't serve you now, then what's the point of just taking up space? And your, your closet is prime real estate. 
So go through your closet, get rid of stuff that really don't serve your lifestyle now. They don't resonate with the woman who the woman you are. It doesn't resonate with your goals and how you want to move through the world. And then with what with what you have left, play around and you know, try things on, put things together that maybe they hadn't worn together before. And when when you've cleared yeah. out, you know, create a shopping list, a list of things that you're gonna need or gaps that are there. But I would suggest we say shopping is difficult, but at least you have a, a more deliberate and intentional list of what's missing. Yeah. So that when you are shopping, then you know exactly what you need. Right. But so that's what I would suggest. Yeah. And I did a whole series um, on spring into spring with style. And every day we talked about topics. And this is one of the topics that I talked about how to get clear on your style. What's, you know, what to look for, what to get rid of. So it's on Instagram. If anybody has on Instagram as well, under my hand, let's get dressed now. But I think that's really a, a good starting point is your closet. Get it. You know, it's full. It's full of stuff. You keep buying pieces that you like. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love this. But you were, we're forgetting, okay, I love it. But what do I already have that this piece is going to work with? Many times we're buying it in isolation. We right. just see a top and we like the top. Or we see a pant, we like the top. But when we take it home, there's nothing to work with it. And so that that continues. And then you, have a, you end up with a closet of random pieces and not a closet of outfits. Mm -hmm. and that's really what I try to help yeah. clients to do is to build a closet of outfits so that when we're getting ready, it's much easier to put something together and get out the door and to stay on budget. Because you mentioned budget. That's really important. Yeah, budget, budget. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So let me just quick look at a couple of quick comments. We've got a great question here um, from Sandra. She says, she's commenting about wearing what makes comfortable. Um, wearing what, what you feel comfortable in may not translate to the image that you want to project for your business, which is which is actually a great, great, mm -hmm. a great comment. So how do you how does what you wear and the perception of you at work? What's the impact of that? Uh, it's it's a it's it's definitely related right your your person your image and what you your image and how you show up is the packaging of your personal brand so mm -hmm. when you feel comfortable wearing so comfortable doesn't necessarily mean sweats comfortable could be that i'm wearing mm -hmm. this blazer but i'm comfortable wearing my blazer because it's not restricted i i feel um great in it so you know if she can maybe break that more be more specific with that question but for sure how you are mm -hmm. showing up in in your in business whether I mean, if you're employed or an entrepreneur really is the, the packaging of your personal brand so it people will judge you will would judge you by what they mm -hmm. see now what i would suggest is if you're in a corporation or an organization where you have to dress a certain way and that's completely opposite to what you're comfortable for then maybe you want to think about is that a place that i really i'm going to thrive and want to be in you know, yeah. think about that yeah. because if, you, if it's yeah. if you have to wear this clothing that every day it's like, oh, I'm feeling so uncomfortable, then you're not going to your creative juices don't flow. You are not um, you're, you're just not your most uh, your most your, your optimum optimal self then because you're, you're you're feeling confined. So I'd, I'd you know, think about mm -hmm. that if you have to dress that is so outside of what you're comfortable wearing, then it may not be a great fit for you. Think about that. Mm, that's true. It's true. There's another comment just come up here. Let me quick look, share this. So it says, 
Uh, as an image consultant, the topic of professional dressing as we return to the office is important and relevant since the way we look is the first level of communication, which what you said at the top was seen before we're heard. The message we send through our appearance creates our first impression. We must think what message about ourselves do we want to project? Now, I think there's a there, there's kind of like a, a clash, I think, because like you said, it's what's expected in the office compared to but it's balance right yeah it has to be it's a it's a it's a balance it really is a balance sure you may be more yeah i'm comfortable in my sweats and what have you but when i'm at work and that's not the image that i want to project either that's that's that that's relaxed i can also i can be very productive in my blazer in my what have you but you have to remember that the image that we're the image that we're projecting is what people see right mm -hmm. and it it tells mm -hmm. it tells a story about who we are uh, mm -hmm. before you before you speak so you don't many times you don't even have the opportunity to they won't know how great what a great employee you are how fantastic you are you always meet deadlines you, you're great you're a killer deck creator they won't know <laughs> that because you may not even get the opportunity to speak about your skill set because they've already counted you out just just by looking yeah. they may say oh yeah that she you know what i mean she's not and i'm not saying that that's right mm. no i'm not saying that that but it happens so since we know the game yeah. we know the game so let's ensure that we stack the deck in our favor and it just means showing up in that in the, you know how you want people to to see you but but just thinking on that, I, I'm thinking because I'm talking about you know women over women over fifty, women fifty and over, and I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, when I was coming up through my corporate world, I was of the the Crystal Carrington, the Dynasty, the Dallas, you know, the power suits, the you know the, the all all that, and I think sometimes it's some I think there's still an, an impression of what professional what professional looks like. Yeah. To what we were growing up when we were when we were growing up and coming up to what professional looks like now. Yeah. So what would you say are probably the differences of what what's what's professional now that we can be comfortable with that we still feel that we're being professional? If that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's difficult to have just one answer because it varies by industry. Some industries are much more casual. If you think about maybe marketing or social media, they're going to have a different professional look versus somebody who works in, in banking or law or accounting because they're a more formal. Hello? Are you there? Looks like you're stuck. Hello? Janice, you hearing me? they're in a much more formal um in industry so it really varies by it, it really changes uh by industry Hello. 
Can you hear me? See me? Can you hear me? It shows that I'm still on, but um, I don't see Janice. But if you can hear me, if somebody can just put in the comments. Okay, perfect. So you can see me. Can you see? Yes, I can see the comments. So if you, if anybody has any questions, I can um, take the questions until Janice comes back. Yes, I can see you. Um, let me scroll through the questions. You love the idea of clearing out your closet. Yes, absolutely. Yes, a wardrobe and style vision board really is a great starting point, especially if you're confused and you're not really sure how to, where to begin. That really helps you to clear your clear your mind and to get clear. The other point is I suggest if you're going to create a board, not to put like a hundred pictures on there. That's overwhelming and it comes back to, okay, what do I do? So limit to maybe about 30. And then think about why you like a certain item. I'm back. Great to have you. <laughs> Not even sure what happened. I had an internet. You know the, the the challenges of living. Yeah, never mind. I'm I'm here. So thank. What did I miss? What did I miss? <laughs> uh, nothing really. I was wondering if they could see me, and I was I was going through the comments and trying to um, answer and add some more context. Excellent, so, excellent, excellent. So yes. thank you for holding it. Thank you for holding it down all the way down for me. <laughs> <laughs> so probably come to my last couple of questions any more questions in the comments let me just look see if i had any more questions that were bur that were burning um correlation yeah good question should women disguise their age oh my gosh um <laughs> my answer is no i am i'm not disguising first of all so there are a few things right when i think about that we want to be authentic we want to be ourselves yeah. so how are we going to disguise our age that is where i think yeah. we're going to have more problems because we're going to mm -hmm. whatever you say look like a mutton in a lamb however we dressed as lamb in jamaica <laughs> we say like mother young girl like you're you're dressing young but you're really old yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um so no so as I say, that's where I think you're going to have problems because you're trying to look like something or someone you're not. The, the beauty of style and your personal style and the confidence that I think we have gained or gaining as we age is that we want to show up as the best versions of ourselves, right? I want to look like the mm -hmm. best woman, the best Renee that I can look like at 50. Not Renee, not the yeah. best Renee at 20 or 30, because that's not who mm -hmm. I am now. So disguising your age, I don't know how you're going to, like, wear, what does that mean? Does that mean wearing short skirts? Does that mean, what does disguise your age mean? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know how you would do it. I mean, in the workplace, um, act, act, juvenile, what does, what does disguise your age yeah. mean? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I think true, 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 the point that. is, the point is at 50, we have a lot, a lot to, to share. We have mm -hmm. confidence. We have a, tons of experience. We come with um, a certain level of maturity and know-how, all of that, so much stuff, tons of experience that, you know, young women just starting out, they just don't have, right? So there, there's, there, 
really some strong points that we have that we're able to share and market and leverage and our yeah. image our image is, should just be a great a packaging for all of that tell me what you mean by yeah. this because maybe i don't get it yeah you know i think i think it's i think it's um to me almost like coloring your hair and stuff like that oh. is still is still disguising okay you know mm -hmm. because the one of the things one of the things i stopped doing was and not and pre, probably pre-pandemic was coloring my hair because i got to the point where i'm thinking do you know what a woman of my caliber of my experience and knowledge who am i trying to fool by thinking that every single hair in my head is gray yes. i mean sorry is black yeah. come on let's be real about this yeah. you can't expect me to have all that level of experience exactly to bring to your business without having the maturity that goes with it that's my point so yeah so i decide to let me just embrace because it was do you know what it was actually hard work hard. yeah it was well, hard you know, work. the other way i'm like okay i've always wanted to be blonde so I'm yes. 50. if i don't try it if i don't try it now when i when am i going to try it you know, so yeah. and, and and again, that again is is powerful. We have the option. We have the option to decide, yeah. right? Yeah. Which I really think is a, a critical point. I just I don't think that we need to buy into all the things that are new, current. For sure, as a stylist mm -hmm. and an image, somebody who is focused on how we show up, I'm going to tell you about what's current. I'm going to tell you about what is on trend, not really on trend, but what's current, what is modern. Because that, yeah. let me tell you, how you if you if your dress is dated, people assume your skill set is also dated, yeah. right? Because That's again, true. we come back to first impressions. So if you are, so I tell clients, it's not about being trendy. It's about understanding what is current, what is happening, and then you deciding if that's a, uh, uh, something that you want to participate in. If you don't like this trend or this what's happening, then you don't you don't choose it or you make it your own, right? Yeah. So um, you know it's it's powerful to be able to you have the choice and you decide how you want to show up, which I really think yeah. is is important. Excellent. So a couple of quick questions that just popped up. The first one from Kathleen says, "How can you determine the colors that are most appropriate for you to dress in, as well as styles?" Well, you can work with me. But um, well, other than that, <laughs> pardon? I said colors, another question for colors came up again. So yeah. yes. So um, a few a few things. When you're thinking of what colors to wear, a few kind of rules I use. When you put the, it comes to undertones, right? Some people have cool undertones, people have warm undertones, people have neutral undertones. Mm. Um, so if you have, um, warm undertones, usually warm colors look great on you. And how you decide that, just put the the, the clothing right up against your face and you can right away see whether it's a great color for you or not. What happens is mm -hmm. if it's not a good color, then it shows up all the lines in your face. It shows up on the dark circles. Your skin will look mm -hmm. blotchy. Um, you look jaundiced and you look you can look tired. If it's a great color for you, then the whites of your eyes will will be brighter. Your skin looks clearer. You look alive. Uh, it just it brightens you, and you can tell when you sometimes when you put the color against your 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 chin or your across across your chest, 
right away for some people you can see the color just wash out of their skin mm -hmm. so i heard you to try mm -hmm. that just put it right up to your face and 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 see what it does to your your coloring yeah. and the color shouldn't wear you either you know it should just yeah. be a nice complement um yeah. to your to your complexion yeah now i couldn't resist this question because this was a this was a yeah this question let me show the question would you please address leg wear Many ladies no longer wear pantyhose or nylons under their professional clothing. Are nylons out of state style or antiquated? I think what so. What a great question. <laughs> Personally, yeah. I always hated them, even as a yeah. child. Yeah. Just the... I, don't, um, I know in the in the Caribbean, when I think about Jamaica, because that's that's where I'm more most yeah, familiar. Yeah. Maybe like if you work in the bank, some of those places, this the parts of the uniform you wear stockings or hosiery. Yeah. But other than that, like just to no, I haven't worn stockings in years. I live in Toronto, so the stockings that I that I wear tights just for warmth, not as a part of dress. I mean, of course, unless it's an evening function and you have on, you know, pumped. It's a a dress function. You have on pumps and it's a shorter dress and it's really not black tie, but a formal tie. You may um, want to wear some stockings, but I haven't, it's been years yeah, since I've worn same here. And, and my love-hate relationship started when I was very young because in the UK, you know, they, they didn't make nylon stockings tight. We call them tights. Thanks. We call them tights. They didn't make them to accommodate black skin. Oh, yes. So we always had this one called American Tan, oh. which was the most awful color of <laughs> the clothing. But you always looked like your skin was ashy with ash. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> because, yes. because you wore them. And I just couldn't think of wearing them out here. I just really couldn't think of wearing them in the heat. Um, I just couldn't. Uh, no, no, yeah. no. So we're going to start We're going to start wrapping up. Um no, there's no more questions from the audience. So, Renee, um, probably a couple of tips for us returning back to work as to how we can make sure we're we're, we're right. We're, we look good going back going back to work. Yeah. As a woman over fifty. Yeah, woman <laughs> over fifty. So, you know, one thing I would say is remember that you are the star of your show. Okay, your your clothes—they're just—they are auditioning for a role okay so don't beat yourselves up when they don't fit or they don't look great remember we, we all come in different shapes and sizes so sometimes you have to get your clothes tailored but if the clothing doesn't fit or the size doesn't fit just say oh you didn't make the cut right so it just changes your it changes your mindset when you instead of beating yourself up that nothing nothing fits just say hey they didn't work for me Right, and you just keep looking. So you're the star of the show, and the, the clothes are just auditioning for a role in your movie. Okay, and the other thing is, I'd, I'd, I'd encourage you to really spend some time in your closet. Everything starts and ends in your closet. You know, that's how you start your day. That is, and then if you're rushed, you can't find anything to wear, and you don't feel like you look good, uh, and nothing fits, you can't put it off. It's, it's, it's stressful. It's a stressful situation. You're late to get. To whether to go to work or even to start your day so invest the time in creating a closet that works for you get rid of stuff that no longer serves you and think about your lifestyle 
right? Don't keep it. That's a quick story for me. I had all my corporate suits in my closet for two years because, you know, I spent money on them. They were expensive and yep. I may wear them. But listen, you spent money on them. But if, if you're not going to wear them, why they're taking up space. So I got, mm. I took them out and I'm like, you know, even if I do go back into corporate or I'm delivering to a corporate client, I don't want to wear those suits because those suits now are four or five years old. I'm going to want yeah. something new and something different and something fresh. So I got rid of them. And then you gift it or donate to someone who really is going to enjoy it, who needs it. And it's it's a much better better situation for you. So start in your closet. Um, that's one of the signature services that I offer your level right. up your style, where we, yeah. we, we get really clear on your style. We understand what your style goals are, how you want to look. We do a, do a closet edit. So virtual have clients in Grenada, Jamaica, Canada, UK, US, so all over. So I'm able to work with clients wherever you are. We get in your closet. You try on, you get rid of stuff that no longer works. I create a shopping list. I shop virtually for you. You have a virtual closet that we put things in. And, and then I create a lookbook. So, that, you know, those are, I would, I'd really, um, that, that's really the, the, that's the process. And I really, as a parting point, your closet is really an important part to get rid of, get clear. Fabulous. Now, lots more questions came up, but we have run out of time. Renee, I'm sure you'll go back, look at the comments, some really great co comments. So thank you so much for thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your knowledge. Um, I'm going to probably set a day apart. It's a day aside to go through my own wardrobe. Um, yes. I need to go shopping in my own wardrobe yes. um, exactly. and have a little my closet. See, English coming out, wardrobe. Um, <laughs> go shopping in my closet and find what's best for, what's best for me to wear now um in this in this season so thank you so much for joining me one more time people want to get to know more about what you do where you are how can they do that yes yeah, so i'm on linkedin renee lindo my website is letsgetdressednow.com and if you'd like to you know schedule some time to chat and kind of see if i can help or what kind of questions you have then there is in my profile also there is a, a quick way to schedule an appointment, uh, some time with me, or send me a, DM, a message and we can definitely uh, schedule some time. But my website and LinkedIn, I'm very active on LinkedIn as well. So follow me, connect with me, tell me you met me here, and you know that will be great. Fantastic. And in closing, if I can be of help with anybody when it comes to their career, especially their career over 40, over 50 is my sweet spot. What next do in your career chat? Because just like your clothing evolves, your style evolves, so does the career needs, your values and priorities. So until next time, uh, we'll be back next month. Look forward to look forward to having you join us then. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you all.